0: Now. Welcome in. I'm Coulter Nuwanez. You're listening to Nuwanez Now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Maybe you're watching in-statewide television, SWX Montana television. <laughs> I'm laughing because uh, our good friend and uh, sometimes co-host, Ryan Tutel, uh was supposed to join us on the phone, uh, but he just walked in the door. So we'll get started with Gus in here in just a quick minute. Also, jam-packed show today with a bunch of great interviews for you. Caught up with Mary Lou's Cook earlier today. She's the director of broadcast and digital media at the Big Sky Conference, part of our Inside the Big Sky see, uh, series. She brings a lot of color, a lot of flavor to the show. I really uh, enjoy her, her personality and her takes. She's, uh, she's fun, and she always gives us some insight because she interviews all these players of the week every week. So it, gets, it gives us a good pulse on what's going on uh, outside of the state of Montana, around the league. Also going to be joined by a guy that I've called one of the best athletes in Montana, Several times, and I still believe it, Duncan Hamilton, he continues to impress. He was a uh, Big Sky Conference champion, NCAA regional and nationals qualifier, and even ran in the Olympic trials this last summer. Uh, now he's into the heart of his career at Montana State, and he set a course record last week uh, during the first home cross-country meet of the fall for Montana State. So Bozeman, Nathan, will join us as part of our River City Runners Series. Second hour, good friend Carolyn. Check who doesn't know sports is going to swing by. We also have your Hauk highlights some of the best from the last week and a half or so of Bobby Hauk. We also can hear from Mick Morris. Why is Mick coming on today and not tomorrow like usual? Well, Missoula Hellgate they host Kalispell Flathead tonight, Missoula County Public Stadium. Thank God you're wearing a hat.
1: Just trying to represent. It's
0: a nice looking hat you got there. ESPN Radio, dude. Good swag. If you wanna by by chance, you're gonna have to you know you're gonna have to be special to us or time it right or whatever. There's no promises, but. We are giving away a ton of swag. There is a promise you'll get a ton of swag on Saturday no matter what if you come see us. But we do have a couple ESPN hats, and uh, we like to give those out to the, uh, you know, the best promoters uh, of our wonderful brand. But also, we do have our Twisted Tailgate going on, our college game day tailgate show presented by Twisted Tea. A ton of great sponsors down there. So come on down on Saturday, Chamber of Commerce parking lot. We're going to have Domino's Pizza, some Pepsi, the Badlanders slanging drinks. They're giving away Twisted Tea samples. We got all sorts of swag from Ryan Holloway and Miller, RV truck sales. Twisted Tea swag as well. So come see us. Gus will be down there hanging out a little bit too. So it should be fun. Get going at 11 o'clock, Chamber of Commerce parking lot. So swing on by.
1: I can't wait. It's going to be the first uh, game of the year for me to be actually like, really working i was at the, yeah. you know, at the first game of course but really be involved in this one and doing some prep work getting ready to go let's with, go uh, you know, information all i get a kick out maybe of. maybe this
0: it. is just the day i throw the number one keys back to you
1: can i tell you a story about why i'm sitting in this seat well right
0: now? he's supposed to if you're joining us late ryan's supposed to come <laughs> on on the on the phone i texted him give him the 10 minute warning because this guy forgets everything and remembers nothing that's correct and uh he said Better idea. See you in a second. <laughs> he comes walking in the door as I'm introing the show. So, why are you here? So, well,
1: I mean, I'm glad you are. I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, thanks for letting me in, even though you didn't have a choice. Because uh, <laughs> I just overrun the thing. But, you know, I've had a big day, a lot going on. And uh, I needed to get some, some food for uh, dinner. I'm making dinner tonight. So, I went to the grocery store. Uh, my wife is working. So, I had loaded up the kiddos. We went to the store. And uh, we were across the street, and I get this text, and I'm like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be home in the 10 minutes, right. take, but I am right here, and it's just better in person. It is. And if you're wondering why I had a big day today, um, I I, am. Uh, I have been on the phone uh, for the second time in a week with the uh, state of Pennsylvania Turnpike. Uh, I drove What does that even mean? Well, they, there's places in the world that have tolls, Coulter, and you have uh, yeah yeah to pay right to drive on their highways yeah. and byways. So, It'd be shocked.
0: I think our listeners will be shocked to know that I have uh, only experienced those a few times because I avoid yeah, those types of places at yeah. all costs. Well,
1: generally I do too, but with a with a trailer and a truck, sometimes it's just you just need to use the best fastest route to get from one place to another. So, I drove into the state of Pennsylvania on uh, interstate 76 through about half of it and i drove out of the state of pennsylvania on the same interstate actually a little bit longer route on the way out than on the way in those were my two runs there's no way to pay the tolls at the time if you're not a part of the automatic system they just bill you in the mail so lo and behold my toll comes through would you like to take a guess at what the bill i received in the mail is for my two uh drives in the state of pennsylvania
0: Probably less than Bruce Barnum's beer bill at Hillsborough Stadium you know, on Saturday.
1: It wasn't 15 large. <laughs> it was not that much. Uh, nonetheless, $325. Yikes, yikes. So I said, well, well, no. Like I'll take the hit to my credit score, but I'm not paying this. <laughs> so I called them up. Well, nothing they're, they're, like
0: nothing like announcing your presence as a fugitive on the, the
1: radio. Well, I mean, it's just you know, there's there's truth and justice, and I'm about them both. You know, so uh, they made an well, there wasn't I guess not an error per se, but it didn't register my truck entering. So then it just charges you for the entire state. So that took about $130 off the bill. But also, how about this? You know, they charge you by weight and classification. I drove in with my truck and trailer. I was a <laughs> Class three vehicle. It was $38, which, by the way, to drive on an interstate is expensive. <laughs> you indeed, know what I is. mean? Indeed, I'm indeed, paying you $40 in addition to the gas and the food that I'm buying in your state to just be on this interstate, which the taxpayers already paid for anyway. Okay, that's fine. On the way out, they put me as a Class 5, which is a thirty-five to 45,000-pound unit. Call it a semi-truck, a fully loaded semi-truck at that, which I ain't. So uh, I'm still in uh, pretty serious negotiations with the state of Pennsylvania. Took me a long time today. I got behind on the cooking and cleaning I was trying to get accomplished at the house. And so then I had to make up for that, made my date with the grocer late, and it made me here now. So that is how this <laughs> happened.
0: <laughs> the most securest route ever to get to the ESPN Missoula Indeed. Studios. But we're happy to have Ryan Tuttle <laughs> here in studio with us. It's the Northwest Motorsports Studio. I didn't even tell you all the good stuff because Ryan had me laughing so hard. You are watching on SWX Montana television. You want to listen to the show other than the radio. You can find it anywhere in the world. Streaming at 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live. You can also call us or text us. Tommy made this easy for you. 406 That's 888-1029. And, of course, be sure to subscribe to YouTube next week when the calendar is about to turn October, we are going to tell you about our fall giveaway. <laughs> We've never given you this many things. I promise. That is for <laughs> sure. I don't know if it's necessarily the number one cash value. It could be. We once upon a time gave away a knife that cost like $1 million. Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't,
1: It wasn't that, but it was more than my turnpike bill.
0: No question. I mean, it was thousands and thousands of dollars yeah. of knife. That was an amazing uh, present that we gave to one of our lucky uh, listeners. But the point is... You have to subscribe to our YouTube channel to be eligible for all of these things that we're going to give you. So be sure to take care of that, get it out of the way, give you the details of the contest next month. It's time now for All Football All the Time, presented in part by Sports Bet Montana. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports uh, sports teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you in on the action live as the game unfolds and parlay betting, where you have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Gus, uh, our our good friend and colleague, Sean Rainey, has gotten um, very serious about these gambling things. Uh, yeah, our, uh, it's terrifying. Our Make It Rainy podcast, I can't really even hang anymore. It used to be an NFL analysis podcast where we sort of kind of joked and gambled this fake money and now now he's
1: teasing hooks and doing everything units and leans
0: and i'm sitting here like i don't know i'm just like pass 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 i don't know what these guys it's amazing so we're just using the lines (laughs) here uh as sort of a a, i think that just using lines though not necessarily for picks or for a competitive standpoint just for a gauge of what you think that the game is an entry point exactly yes yes. so instead of you know this isn't necessarily our quote-unquote pick the lines this is just us talking all football all the time, and it happens to be through the lens of some of the betting lines at the Sports Bet Montana kiosks, but these are, you know, in no way endorsements of what we would go do. It's just a, a good opportunity for us to play at own the NFL. Risk. Yeah,
1: People know that, That's right? exactly you play right. right. Yeah, you play at your own risk. But come but hopefully, after us.
0: hopefully you give uh, a little thought, at least, to uh, our points of analysis. Uh, first and foremost, before we yes. get to this week, last week, the Green Bay Packers, mm. We're staring at 0-2 start right in the face, uh, trailing yeah. Detroit at halftime. I know that there was a lot of things that went into that first half, but it was a moment where they had to put their foot down on the gas. Speaking of sports bet Montana, I went and bet 20 bucks on the Packers to come back and win that game because I just knew that they had to, and they did. But what did you think of it? Because uh, basically six consecutive flat quarters before the Packers really got going.
1: Well, the Green Bay Packers are a straight-out disaster. Like, there's no – I don't care what quarters or halves or whatever you pick from. They're going to score points. The way they got Aaron Rodgers and they got a really good offense, and when they get Bakhtiari back in particular – Uh, They're going to score points, and you know what? They're going to have to because they might have the worst defense in the NFL. I'll throw the Jags in there. I'll throw anybody you want. They are horrific (laughs) defensively, and that ain't changing. I mean, they got rid of Mike Pettin, and they wanted to change. You know, they wanted to get better. Kevin King got beat in the NFC Championship game and a touchdown at the end of the half, lost in the game. When did they give up on him? Yesterday, Monday. I I mean mean, last week. He he was
0: he was a second round pick. He was a Mm -hmm. top fifty pick. He was supposed to be one of the guys. I mean, this was the biggest argument against what Aaron Rodgers railed on in the Mm offseason was we never draft skill players. Well, but you do draft guys that are supposed to be frontline level secondary guys, and he's not it. And he's opposite, you know,
1: J.R. Alexander, who's one of the top three in the league in what he's doing. But it just doesn't matter because he can lock up all day long and it's just a sieve on the other side. And it also, when Jared Goff stands back there. You love Goff. And just does whatever he wants. He could he could build a skyscraper in the amount of time that he has to sit there and assess and throw the football. Any NFL quarterback is going to look great. And he looked great. And he ain't great. The Green Bay defense is awful they can't get home with four guys if they were given 15 full minutes to try and do it
0: wouldn't you agree that that's the most important thing that you need to be able to do to be a championship contender in the nfl right now is rush the passer it's secondarily i think is quarterback but i think that because the quarterbacks have become there's so many good ones and the rules are so different you got to be able to get home without blitzing that's i think that is the number one key to be able to contend for a championship
1: yeah i mean i i n- no, I don't think it's the number one key, but I think it is probably the number one defensive key. Uh, and and being able to create a pass rush uh, is is critical. There's a lot of different ways to do it now. You know, it used to be, well, who's the guy that can get around the corner the fastest? Now we got Aaron Donald chucking dudes out of the way, coming straight up the middle, go double leg gap. <laughs> Whiff, whiff on their defensive drafts. I mean, not even foul balls. I mean, just strikeout. That, Three-pitch Isn't that bizarre? Because yeah. most of the guys they're drafting on, seem on, like they're going to be good. And and I, I am speaking specifically about pass rushers, okay? They've, they've drafted some really good defensive players on the back end, which you're going to hit when you take, I don't know, 11 of your top 12 draft picks over the course of 4 or 5 draft years and make them secondary defensive players. Anyway, we spent too much time on the too much time on the Packers. They're they're wrecked, man. They got no chance. No chance of of making it back to an NFC Championship game.
0: So who's going to actually win that division? then? Because the Vikings. Oh, they the, No, no,
1: no. They'll win the division. Okay, you're just going to gonna say, get to the playoffs. In to say, it's being it's in a just a divi- significant division.
0: step back but from being Final Four like the they They
1: are one. not as good as they've been the last two years, and other teams, especially in the NFC, are better. And they have they have regressed.
0: Nuwana's now one zero two nine ESPN Missoula SWX Montana Television. Ryan Tutel joining me, Coulter Nuwana's here in the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Trucks, trucks, and more trucks, that's their slogan. I went down there yesterday to look at some trucks. I mean, they got more trucks than i ever seen before in my life. The the notion that it is the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest, it is not a marketing point. It is an absolute fact. Unbelievable the amount of trucks Northwest Motorsport uh, has down there. Let's talk about this week, Gus. Yep. Uh, tonight, what a barn burner. The Carolina Panthers at the Houston Texans. Um the Panthers are so interesting to me because there's this internal thought, or I guess this within the league thought that Matt Rule is a good coach. I'm not sure I'm ready to say that yet. There's also all these rumblings that Matt Rule might go be a college coach here again soon. He's His name is like Urban Meyer where it's going to always pop up for big-time college jobs. Uh, but Carolina, I don't know. I mean, they have one of the best players in the league and Christian McCaffrey, Sam Darnold, a fresh start. But I have no idea what to think of the Panthers, and I have no idea to think anything but that the Texans are just terrible.
1: Uh, yeah, well, I mean, if you're, if you're not on board with the Panthers now, you're likely not going to be after tonight in virtue of the opponent they're playing. Although, they, I mean, the Texans are one and one. Granted, one of those is effectively a bye week against the Jaguars. But a lot of people thought the Texans were going to be what the Jags are. And they've been better than that. So, I, you know, I guess we can say something nice about Houston in that respect. Um, but I think Carolina is the most under-the-radar team in the NFL. Uh, I don't know that they're the most underrated, though they are. But they're certainly a team, especially up in this neck of the woods, that nobody talks about. They don't get a lot of, you know, publicity. They don't get a lot of exposure. Never on TV. Their offense is so nice. DJ Moore is the best wide receiver that nobody cares about in the NFL. He He is very, very good. He is elite. He's he's a he's a top ten wide receiver in the league everybody does know about christian mccaffrey but primarily because of the numbers that he puts up and i think a lot of people pass that off to usage rate and nobody really appreciates how actually good he is he is beyond good and i think sam darnold is really good and yeah i think it's an opportunity to come back from the dead that is being the quarterback of the new york jets we're already seeing what's going on with zach wilson thank you very much week two his mom
0: doesn't like that very much either Uh,
1: uh but the point is is that they got a chance to be good. I thought, though, that they would be mediocre to straight-out bad on defense, and they're better than that. Now, this is not an elite defense, but they are playing really good through two weeks, sample size, small opponent, take it into consideration, I get all that. But they've been much, much better than I think uh, people expected, and I, I think that Carolina is you know a contender within their division and and has a very real look at a playoff spot uh, through through this small you know early couple weeks that we've seen. I certainly anticipate them winning handily tonight, notwithstanding whatever can I happen mean, on a Thursday.
0: They're likely the favorite in their division, right? I mean, because the Colts are owned to the Texans are terrible, and the Jags are terrible.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think anybody would have said would have picked the Colts coming into this season. I don't know that. I, I think there's a lot of people who th- still think Indianapolis is the team to beat in. You know in the division but i think carolina is quickly changing that and uh and and i i if you're gonna ask me right here Excuse now me. carolina's think, in the
0: so, nfc south that's why i'm confusing myself here i was just thinking how could they possibly be the favorite why the would division? you do that i know it's we're, we're confusing the titans and the panthers the panthers I mean, they still might be the favorite. Well, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the favorite of the South, but yeah. the South, but neither of the Southern divisions are that particularly good. Besides, because they, the they're Bucs. better than Atlanta and yeah.
1: maybe New Orleans. Maybe I mean, those two games are going to be big games, right, between the Panthers and the Saints. But I, I think that this is a you know a a team that has a very real look at a playoff berth.
0: It could be, it could be. We'll see as as this progresses. All football, all the time. Presented in part by Brett's RV and Marine. Brett's RV and Marine has their summer clearance sale going. Head on down to 4,800 Grant Creek Road. They've been family-owned and operated for more than 50 years. And right now, they're buying, selling, trading, all that. Great discount prices on some of the best and most diverse inventory anywhere you're going to find in the state of Montana. So head on down to 4,800 Grant Creek Road. Check out Brett's RV and Marine. Last week... We haven't even talked about this. This is Thursday. We haven't even talked about this. Mm-hmm. If we were here, this would have been all of – we if you would have been our, my full-time co-host, this is all we would have talked about. Just because you're so um, – I don't even know. There's not any words I can say on the radio. You like to rub that it in. Bad. You like to rub it in. The Vikings, <laughs> of course they did, missed a game-winning field goal for no less than the 30th time in my lifetime. I think that they've probably cut more kickers in the season within, within a season – uh, then all the other teams in the NFL combined, it's mm-hmm. astounding they've had guys like Blair Walsh and Dan Bailey, who are all-time great kickers, go there and they can't make a kick. I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about how impressed I have been so far with the Arizona Cardinals. They've made significant uh, upgrades in a lot of areas. I think that they have grown offensively, and I think Kyler Murray, It's uh, he was banged up a little bit more than I think we thought last year because he looks back to his absolutely electric self. So your thoughts on the Cardinals so far?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i with you. This is, I feel like we're looking at the Cardinals team now that we thought we might be looking at last year and then didn't really get delivered.
0: Sure. And now... Part of that is just when personnel goes down and stuff, though, That's right. right. That's right. I mean, when
1: Chandler Jones is healthy, you got Chandler Jones. and it helps. <laughs> and and Buda Baker, too. You Great. Know, do, doing what he's doing. So their defense, I mean... Look, they gave up 33 points to the Vikings. They can't be that good. But...
0: Vikings um, <laughs> are pretty good on offense. They but, just have some but issues. But
1: they, 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 what they do is they do make big plays. I mean, I think it to the NFL any more defensively, you talked about the pass rush. I think preventing teams from scoring points, mm, obviously that's the name of the game. But in the NFL right now, I think as much as anything, it's can you make a play on a third down to force a punt? Yep. And can you make a turnover? You know, and if you can do those things, you kind of live with you know some of the the other you know the other teams are going to score 20 points minimum in the league. Like if you're not scoring 20 points in the in an NFL football game, get out of here. You know, uh, offensively in this day with these rules and the the way the, the evolution of the offenses uh, you know have been. So, can you give your offense additional opportunities? Can you outnumber you know the chances that you get in your defense? Deliver on that, and I think. Arizona's can, but right offensively, it's electricity right now in Arizona.
0: The Cardinals, by the way, play the Jags. We're not wasting any more time talking about the Jags than that right there. A couple more games during the morning session on Saturday or Sunday, excuse me. Uh, Atlanta's play in New York. Not much intrigue there. I don't think either of those teams are very good. Chicago playing Cleveland. That's an interesting one, just because the Bears are going to beat a couple teams this year. They're not supposed to beat. They're not sexy. They're not that good on offense. But they are good on defense, and there's going to be a day or two or three where, you know, Khalil Mack and, and all those great players defensively, I mean, they have some of the better guys in the league at certain positions. I mean, Keem Hicks, one of the best inside guys. Uh, Rokon Smith, one of the best linebackers. So there's going to be a, a day or two or three where they just stuff somebody. I don't know, though. I don't think it's going to be Sunday in Cleveland.
1: I don't think it will either, especially Justin Fields getting his first ever start. I mean, right. What do you? I need? forgot that they were going with
0: Fields. That's interesting. Well,
1: I mean, they're in theory Andy Dalton is injured, and they are. You know, uh, Nagy today, in fact, said uh, that when healthy, Andy Dalton is our starting quarterback. So they're sticking with that, but going with Justin Fields in virtue of the injury. Even though, by the way, oh, you remember Nick Foles is on the team also. You know, I mean, it's pretty good quarterbacks, actually, if you take them as a group. I think people, when we look at quarterbacks who get taken, and and it feels like even more quarterbacks are being taken earlier in drafts in the first round by, in terms of the total number, I mean, used to be you'd have two or three quarterbacks that would go in the first round or the first 20 picks. Now it feels like there's four or five sometimes in the top 15, top 17 picks in the first round. So many guys going around, but
0: how good that's because it, these teams foolishly think that that's the only thing they need to do to fix their franchise. Well, I, If you just do that and then you leave, leave them out to dry, you just get Sam Darnold. It just depends on the team, right? Sure, I mean, but it you got to help these guys out. You either have to spend money or draft capital or both in protecting the quarterback and having some sort of functional defense. You can't just let it ride and expect this guy to do something for you. Well,
1: of course, and we've seen plenty of teams do that. But also, like I mean, the Bears probably are a team. Uh, 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 it's a good example of a team that hey, let's go get a quarterback. Like, we, no, they have no a pretty solid team in they certain respects. And, and
0: they, that's actually unfair of me to say they're unsexy because they actually should be better on offense than they are. And the quarterback spot, to your point, has actually been what's holding them back.
1: But what is wild is to see all these quarterbacks who go out and just sling it and are great. And and even, even a guy uh, like Trevor Lawrence, who is the hands-down, like, can't-miss prospect since Andrew Luck, probably, to come out. Certainly. And he comes out and does what? Couple three touchdowns, couple three picks, exactly. and looks, and missing throws, and you like you're like, well, sure. what what's going on here? Well, what's going on is that it's hard to play in the NFL, <laughs> and when you're a rookie quarterback, it doesn't matter who. Didn't Peyton Manning set the all-time rookie record for interceptions? Seriously, yes. And and it takes time. So Justin Fields is great. I think that Justin Fields is going to be a good quarterback in the NFL, but not Sunday against Cleveland. No. To Davion Clowney and Miles Garrett, thank you very much. Let's go get after the mobile rook. Welcome into welcome him to the league. That's what the Browns are thinking about. And I anticipate they'll execute it because that's how the league is.
0: Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montad TV, Ryan Tutel in studio. It's me, Coulter Nuanas. It's all football all the time. Presented in part by Sportsbet Montana. Bets can be placed securely on SportsBet Montana kiosks or on the mobile app while at it, while you're at any authorized SportsBet Montana location. Montana betters they've wagered more than $28 million since SportsBet Montana launched, and uh, that gives back to some of their re- retail partners as well. It's a safe and fun way to bet, so just go find yourself a SportsBet Montana kiosk no matter where you're watching the NFL games on a Sunday. What did you think of the Sunday night game? Between the, the uh, first it, of all, are those are the two most entertaining quarterbacks in the league. There, it was, it was, it was pretty much as good as it gets. Uh Lamar Jackson is silly, man. I know that Patrick Mahomes is so breathtaking, but Lamar Jackson does three to four. Give me the changer. I have to rewind that.
1: Yeah, it's I mean unreal. His, right, his jump sideways throw, which
0: which is a throw that was so very Mahomes esque. Well, right? He had like a three yard run to the sideline in the first quarter where he just stopped on a dime, waited for the defender, stiff-armed him, and then tiptoed up two more yards and stepped out of bounds. Has
1: has anybody, I mean, if you are a season ticket holder, I know that these were not home games, the, the, the Sunday nighter was, but like, point being is... You got a season's worth of entertainment out of the Baltimore Ravens in two weeks. No question. You talk about the Raiders game, which is one of the wildest regular season games I've ever seen in the back and forth. And then you know, it's a walk-off touchdown and everybody's leaving and then it's not. And then they got to come back and throw the whole thing. And then you go in and play and beat, with no running backs left, the Kansas City Chiefs. And again, the first time for uh, uh, Lamar Jackson and beating Patrick Mahomes. I think that that is a little over- that's that's it's just too big the quarterbacks don't play each other man sure but i totally agree but they are two of the best teams and obviously the comparisons are what they are for a reason but i mean it just doesn't get better than that i mean the nfl is this is why is the nfl It's why people love it and are into it is because of games like this that uh it just the action never stops and that was that i mean it, it was awesome and those are those are two Two of the best teams, the AFC, goes without saying. I think a lot of people have Kansas City as the best team in the conference, if not the league still. And Baltimore, I think a lot of people are still trying to figure out what are they, but once again, they're proving that they are... Just going to be around like they always are and are going to be a tough out and probably win games in the postseason at some point when they, you know, a- after the end of everything, when it all sort of works out and they get their running back situation stabilized and their defense stabilized, even losing Marcus Peters, obviously Dobbins, Edwards on uh, at running back as well. But Lamar Jackson, man, if, he, if he's taking another step, the next step, which is if I can say it, the quarterbacking step, and I know a lot's been made of that. Sure. He's starting to show that, and yeah. that is, that's got to be terrifying to everybody else.
0: So many more storylines to talk about. We're going to have to save it for a little while because we have some fun guests to get to. Mary Lou's cook from the Big Sky Conference. Inside the Big Sky. She's the director of broadcast and digital media for the Big Sky. Very she'll, loose. Sh- she'll join us here next on Nuana's Now. Thanks for swinging by, man. A great impromptu performance. Oh, it was a treat to be here. I'm going to get the kids home make some dinner. That's what, <laughs> what I do, what do you What do you make it? What I, taco
1: salad at the house. Now, you know? Thursday gonna,
0: night football. It's going to be great. I'm going to be hungry for the rest of the show. <laughs> but I'm going to give you some sandwiches a little later on, so stay tuned. Nuana's Now. Missoula Sports Center. The Knights have endured a great deal already this football season, and tonight, Missoula Hellgate looks to bounce back against a flathead team at the beginning of a rebuild. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The opening week of the season saw Hellgate lose on the last-second field goal to Great Falls CMR, and the following week, Hellgate posted their first win, a 42-20 triumph over winless Belgrade. Week 3 saw Hellgate's crosstown matchup against top-ranked and defending Class AA state champion Sentinel canceled because of COVID-19 protocol, and last week, Hellgate got ripped on its homecoming, losing 63-6 to Helena, High. Stadium. This week, Knights host Windless Kalispell Flathead, a team that's been outscored 188-21 so far this season. Braves are led by first-year head coach Alex Cummings, a Missoula Big Sky alum who played his college ball at Montana State Northern. Friday night features a home game for Missoula Big Sky and a trip to yet another showdown for the Spartans. The Eagles will host Upstart Butte, the number three team in Class AA thanks to a 3-1 start. The Bulldogs lost their first game by a single point to Billing Senior and have won three straight since, including a 34-20 win over Helena. The Spartans travel to the Capital City to take on a bench Ingles team coming off of last week's offensive outburst against Hellgate. Finally, Missoula-Loyola will look to improve on its 3-1 start with a trip to face number 6, Eureka.
1: This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound.
0: Montana. Happy Thursday. Man, the days are flying by. That's how it rolls during football season. Happy to be here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. I promised you sandwiches. That's because we got a new giveaway. It's an oldie, but a newie. It's definitely a goodie. Six pack and a sandwich from Warden's Market. Warden's. Man, I've been going there since I was a kid. It was our tradition. We'd go there post-game after Grizz games, get a WAPA when I was in uh, middle school and high school. Got to love it. They're still making the same great sandwiches. The deli's awesome. Thursdays, I love to go hit up the meatloaf Thursday. Awesome. Delicious. And you're always going to see somebody you know. Wardens is like the community gathering area. I love it. Located at the corner of Spruce and Higgins. You want to go check out Wardens? I got a six-pack of beer. And a sandwich for you right now. All you gotta do is give us a call. Call number three, 888 1029. That's 888 1029. Call number three. Got a six pack and a sandwich, at Warren's Market. All you gotta do is give us our, your name, we'll put you on the list. They'll take care of you when you head on down to Missoula's oldest grocery store. 888-1029, your chance to win six-pack in a Sammy from Warren's Market. Well, happy now for another edition of Inside the Big Sky with Mary-Louise Cook. She's the director of broadcast and digital media for the Big Sky Conference as a whole. And mary Lou's, we were joking a little bit before we started here. Not enough coffee in the world, so I hope you're staying caffeinated. I know I'm staying caffeinated up here in Montana.
3: I sure am. I've got my almond milk iced latte here accompanying me right next to
0: my laptop. It's a good day. Can't complain. Well, Sean Rainey from SWX Montana and I were joking about this. You know, it is hectic. You know, this time of year when you work in the media, you know, covering the league as a whole, as you do. I mean, it's a lot of stuff. You got a lot of things to keep organized and all that. But it's so good to be doing this. so good to have football back in the fold.
3: Oh, 100%. You know, you and I have talked about it. I am just so thankful to get to cover a full Big Sky football season. This is my first time getting to do a full season. You know, the spring it was nice, but we didn't have every single team in the conference participating. So it has been a lot of fun, and definitely the Big Sky has been showing out, which has, I mean, made it all the more special for me. So I'm loving every single second.
0: Well, let's start with the latest of those victories by a Big Sky squad over a FBS opponent, and in this case, a Power 5 opponent. This is the first season ever Big Sky Conference has taken down two Pac-12s after Northern Arizona took down Arizona in Tucson on Saturday. First time since 1936 that the Lumberjacks won uh, against the Wildcats. So an impressive win for Chris Ball's team. Uh, they had struggled their first two games against Sam Houston and South Dakota. Uh, but this is sort of the feather in the cap, the, kind of the last cherry on top for the Big Sky in the in the non-conference. Right, Mary Lou's.
3: Oh, absolutely. I mean, what a way to end the non-conference season, head into conference play with that momentum. I mean, the fact that they were able to overcome a 13-point deficit is incredibly impressive. And then you add the fact that the Lumberjacks were on the road is just amazing. You know, I spoke to... The Defensive Player of the Week, uh, Harrison B. Miller, linebacker from Northern Arizona earlier this week. And he is such a cool story because he actually joined the program in 2019 as a walk-on. As a junior, he's now a graduate student. And there's so much maturity that he possesses. You know, I talked to him about, you know, that word momentum getting that victory um, you know, on the road against a power five opponent and, you know, helping make big sky history. And he said that, yeah, you know, while it's gonna give them a lot of momentum, it's also gonna take a lot of maturity to focus and not get distracted as they head into conference play. They're gonna be playing northern Colorado. And so he said, you know, he attributed the win to energy and effort. And so you definitely saw that watching that game. Um, but I mean, that was, that was a fun one. That was a fun one. And what a way to end the non-conference season. And so, uh, you know, again, really cool story with Harrison B Miller there, but, um, I'm excited to see what the lumberjacks continue to do. I mean, what a, what a great first win for them to have.
0: Excellent first win for sure, especially for a guy like Chris Ball as well, who's at Arizona State. So he's gone against Arizona uh, quite a many, quite many times in his career. Mary Lou's Cook joining us. It's Inside the Big Sky. We do this once a week here on Nuanes Now. She is the director of broadcast and digital media at the Big Sky. And I think that it's such an interesting point, Mary Louz, that refocusing, having maturity, not letting that FBS win get in the way of what's next – that I thought that was a key storyline for all of these teams that pulled upsets. And, well, Eastern Washington went out and scored about 125 points over the last two weeks after they upset UNLV. UC Davis, uh, you know, they've, they've hung, what, 53 on San Diego and 60 last week on Dixie State and Montana. Mm-hmm. They gave up eight first downs and 150 yards against Western Illinois after beating Washington. So uh, I think all the teams pretty much refocused pretty impressive. But let's start with Eastern. Last week, Eric Berrier, wow, I thought it was a misprint. I got an ESPN alert. <laughs> 487 yards, six touchdowns in the first half. I couldn't believe my eyes. What did you think of Eastern's offensive explosion last week?
3: Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? I mean, Eric Barrier has got to be one of the most exciting players to watch in the FCS. Um, He is just, I mean, he's incredible. As you said, breaking that SCS record for most passing yards in a single half with 487 um, was just super impressive. Again, talking about momentum, Heading into uh, conference play, I mean that's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. So yeah, as you said, explosion. I think that's the only way to describe that offense. You know, it's funny in the staff meeting, I always you know, and for the Big Sky we're always talking about what it is that we're working on that week. And so when I was saying the the player of the week for football that I was going to be interviewing this week, I said Harrison B. Miller, and they said, not Eric Berrier. And I said, well, you know, I've interviewed Eric Berrier so many times. You know, he was the preseason MVP, so I interviewed him at the, the Big Sky Football Kickoff for that specific honor. And then just, you know, because he was there representing Eastern Washington, and I've I highlighted him for a number, a number of other player of the week honors and I said you know I'm not concerned about Eric Berrier. like I will catch Eric Berrier another time throughout the season because he is just dynamic time and time and time again uh yeah offensive off explosion is the only way to describe that game incredible
0: you're smart to to uh, slow play the Eric Barrier else you might just have him on like six or eight times in the next couple of months that's oh, how good he's right. playing <laughs> Well, smart by you for sure. Well, let's look at the Big Sky Conference this week. Obviously, big matchups across the league. You never know in the Big Sky Conference. If you're on the road, at home, whatever, if you're not ready to play, this is a league where everybody can win on any given Saturday and everybody can lose on any given Saturday. But uh, one of the premier matchups, a, a, a matchup between two top 15 teams, UC Davis heading to Ogden, Utah, to take on Weber State. And uh, Davis has been good against what some people would call a soft schedule outside of that Tulsa win. Uh, Weber State has struggled a little bit, but they played at Utah and they played against James Madison at home. So they played probably the toughest non-conference schedule in the big sky. What do you think of this matchup? Up in Ogden on Saturday.
3: Yeah, this is one that I am extremely excited for. Unfortunately, won't get to be there in person for this, but I'm really looking forward to watching, you know, as you did say, uh Weber State has had a tough schedule. And so, um, you know, they they've only had that or they they've had that that one win that they've had, but Um, Again, tough schedule, so it'll be interesting to see them going up against UC Davis. You know, Weber State was picked to win the the league, whereas UC Davis was picked more in the middle uh, with six. You know, and it's interesting now that we have everything going and getting into conference play. I think, you know, as you said, every single team has to show up every single week. You can't just show up complacent or, or expect to succeed based off of past achievements. And so both, games are, or both teams are really going to bring their best, I'm sure. And so, you know, we talked about Hunter Rodriguez last week, uh, quarterback for UC Davis. Uh, I mean, he has been tremendous so far this season. And so it'll be a lot of fun to watch that one. I mean, that's Red Conference matchup of the year in my eyes.
0: Mary Lou's Cook, Big Sky Cavers joining us. It's Inside the Big Sky sharing some fun stories about uh, the athletes that make this league so great. And uh, Mary Lou's one last question for you. I know you guys love uh, when there's stories that get national attention uh, from around the league. And one that certainly did this last week or so is Bruce Barnum picking up the tab at Hillsborough Stadium. Portland State's head coach (laughs) bought himself, well, bought all his friends, about uh, 2,100 beers uh, on Saturday. But a a cool shtick and and a great way to promote your program. And uh, just another feather in the cap for Barney. He's the guy that he's like the marketing maestro, the marketing master up there in Portland.
3: He is so funny. You know, as I was thinking about different storylines and stuff that I wanted to talk about, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking at these teams that got their first wins in the league, right? So we had Southern Utah, Portland State and Northern Arizona and Portland State got that victory over Western Oregon. And I was thinking back to the football kickoff when uh, Coach Barnum, you know, objectively, I think he's got to be the funniest coach in the league. He's sitting there telling me about how he put up saloon doors in their office and I'm like please explain please elaborate and he's telling me that it's because you know when you look at the teams that they have to win uh, or that they have to beat, it's it's teams out in the west and so he's like you know you got to remind them about the <laughs> Wild west and so I put up these saloon doors and so I was just thinking about that and reflecting on that. So I'm not at all surprised at what he, what he did. I'm glad that it got the attention that he did. He is such a guy and such a character. So that was pretty cool to see.
0: Well, Mary Lewis, thanks for giving us the time today. Uh, before we let you go, what are you working on upcoming? What can people where can people find you? Where can they view your awesome content?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So every Wednesday we have Around the Big Sky going out on Big Sky social media, on Twitter and Facebook and TikTok. Uh, a lot of fun stuff going out on TikTok, by the way. Bryson Lester from our staff uh, communications does a lot of our TikTok content, and it is really, really funny. Um, also, we have SCS All-In, where we have all the conferences from around the SDS sharing feature stories as well as previews and recaps. That goes out on the SCS All-In YouTube channel every single Saturday at 8 a.m. Mountain Time. So-
0: well, very good. Keep up the great work, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Mary Lou's Cook, Inside the Big Sky. She's the director of digital and broadcast media for the league, and she joins us each week here on 1029 ESPN Radio. Up next, one of the best athletes in the Big Sky Conference, Duncan Hamilton. It's our River City Runners. He's not from the River City, he's from Bozeman, but I know a lot of people around here are interested in him, one of the best distance runners in the state of Montana. Duncan Hamilton, Montana State All-American and Olympic Trials participant, joins us here on Nuanez Now. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio.
3: (music)
1: Is New One Is Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula.
0: New is now 129 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television around the great state of Montana. Coming to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, you can find them online. Largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Just head on over to nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Well, happy now for the latest edition of River City Runners, presented by Zootown Sports Cards. And this young man, he actually does not hail from the River City. He hails from the other side of the Continental Divide over in Bozeman. He's a cross-country and distance aficionado for the Montana State Bobcats, but certainly one of the top runners in the state, and I know someone of great interest to to people around the great state of Montana and around the Big Sky Conference, is Duncan Hamilton. He's joined us here on Nuanas Now multiple times, and mostly if you're joining us multiple times, it means it's because you're having a lot of success. So, Duncan, appreciate you making some time, my man. How you doing?
2: Great.
0: How are you doing? Very good. I think that the last time we talked to you, you were on your way to the U.S. Olympic trials. It was kind of between your national uh, meet appearance at the NCAA National Outdoor Track and Field Championships and before returning to the same venue out there, Hayward Field in Eugene, Oregon. But just tell us about what the trials was like. I mean, uh, take us through the whole experience because it must have been quite a thrill to not go once, but twice to one of the meccas of track and field.
2: Yeah, uh, the Olympic trials was, was an experience I'll never forget. I mean that was a I meet mean, that I was looking at for years to try and get to and so um just like getting there was meeting all my goals and then um to be able to race twice there was was more than I could ever imagine. I I'm was so happy with that. <laughs>
0: We all have goals, and everybody that's involved in sports, we set lofty goals. And you know, once upon a time, I wanted to play in the NFL, and then all of a sudden, I only grew to be six foot one, and I couldn't play offensive line in the NFL unless I was about six foot six. <laughs> but you are actually achieving these prestigious and prominent goals. Uh, have you ever? Have you thought about just uh, you know the fact that you are sort of doing what a lot of people set out to do, but just uh, you maybe don't, don't ever get there?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super fortunate to be in this position. I mean, I've got. Um, an amazing coach and an amazing teammates, an amazing support group, and so I'm um, super happy that I'm able to to set these lofty goals and then work work as hard as I possibly can to to try and achieve them.
0: What are the next goals? I mean, what keeps you motivated here, and what are your the goals that are out in front of you now that you've already have achieved some of these goals with still a lot of college eligibility left?
2: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think about my ne- these next two years a lot. Um, and I'd like to set big goals for this cross-country season. I want to be All-American. And then um, basically for my fifth year, I've kind of just put down that I want to win NCAAs in the Siegel in the Chase and win NCAAs in the Indoor Nationals as well. And so um, to be able to have my goals set at an NCAA title is uh, super exciting, and I just just can't wait to to try and make those happen just like I have for my goals for this past past season. River City Runners, a running
0: segment twice a month here on Nuana is now, presented by Zootown Sports Cards, profiling not just people in the Garden City, not just Missoulians, but great runners from around the state of Montana, Duncan Hamilton. Montana State standout joins us here on ESPN Radio. And Duncan, I want to talk to you about cross-country season now because you had such an outstanding outdoor season in track and of course the Olympic trials, but now it's cross-country time. So how does your mindset change if it does? How does the training change? Just take us through the details because it is a little bit different of a sport. I think sometimes people think, oh, distance running's just distance running, but it is a little bit
2: different, right? Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a mindset change from track. Um, the training also changes. I mean, we're running running higher miles. We're running longer workouts and higher mileage workouts, more long and slow, steady stuff. Um, but I think the mindset change is huge. You know, track is a team sport, but it's uh, it's more individual than cross country. Cross country is is certainly a team sport, and so. Um, Kind of thinking about the team all the time, you know, during workouts and stuff. Putting the team before, even before individual accomplishments. You know, if I can, if I can work harder to bring up our number four and five guy, rather than, rather than working on myself or something, then that that's going to benefit the team more. And so that's what I'm going to be focused on: is just trying to get, get as much of a pack as I can, um, and help the team out as much as as much as possible. Do
0: you enjoy that part of cross-country sort of the team element?
2: Yeah, definitely. I love it. Um, yeah, it kind of, I mean, it definitely helps, helps a lot of people improve because they're running for more than just themselves. You know, they, they've got a team um, on their backs that they're trying to work towards. So I think it's more satisfying when you have a, a victory or an improvement as a team rather than just individuals.
0: Duncan Hamilton, Montana State runner, joining us here as part of a River City running segment here on Nuwana Is Now, how about last week? I know that you guys had a, a good performance last week at, uh, at one of your home meets for cross country, and I know that uh, some records fell. And uh, I'm sure it's always good to be running at home. But just take us through last week's meeting and how you think you, but uh, but also sort of everybody else on the team did. Yeah, I'm uh, super super
2: excited about last week. On an individual level, I was was super happy with my meet, you know, a new course record. That's exciting. I felt like I ran ran a smart race, and it was definitely a confidence builder for for my fitness. But um, for the team, too, that was definitely the fastest pack we've ever had on that course. Um, And it kind of really just showed us how important uh, a full team is because through, like, scoring through four guys, we would have been super close to Utah State, and that that fifth guy was, was really the key. Um, for the Utah State victory, and so it really kind of just showed us how important having that number five guy is, and we'll work towards um, improving that for the rest of the season.
0: How much is your training different, if it is at all? all right, what, what sort of different things do you do? Is there any different nutrition, any different uh, sort of things you do right now? And how does then maybe cross-country set the foundation for then these pursuits you have for both indoor and outdoor seasons as well?
2: yeah I think yeah the training's definitely a little bit different. I'd say nutrition and all that recovery is is pretty similar, but um we're definitely more uh focused on aerobic development right now, so running more miles, running uh longer workouts you know instead of instead of doing short interval stuff on the track, we'll be doing eight mile tempos or something on the roads and just really working on getting that uh super strong aerobic base and then come track season you're able to kind of capitalize on that and get some speed and once you throw some intervals on top of a super strong aerobic base then uh, you can see big improvements in track season
0: duncan hamilton montana state joining us here talking all things running particularly cross-country and duncan tell us about the horizon what's what's the immediate goals here for both yourself and the team as you guys reach sort of the heart of the cross-country season here this fall
2: yeah, so right now our next meet is in uh, about three and a half weeks. Uh, we'll travel to Tallahassee, Florida, for the pre-national meet, and um, I'm really excited for that because we'll be coming off of a really solid training block, and so we'll all be super fit and just kind of ready to go, ready to race. It will have been four weeks since our last race. So I think we'll be we'll be really excited to show show off our fitness, um, and I think. That will be really nice for the guys because it'll be our first kinda big meet with, with a lot of teams in the country and so we'll be able to see where we stack up. Um and then I think for the rest of the season the goals are second at conference and then the biggest one for this year is making that national meet, um, which would be top five or six or so at the regional meet to qualify for NTLAs, which has been our goal for for a long time, but I think this year we've got we've got the best shot of making that happen.
0: When you consider the Big Sky Conference as a whole, I've actually talked to several people around the league, and I think that. The Big Sky Conference is one of the best distance-running conferences in the country, period. I mean, talking about Northern Arizona is among, if not the premier cross-country program in the country. Southern Utah, Weaver State, Montana State, all, you know, right there, among the the top programs, not just in the region, but in the nation. And so, does that help drive you? And, I mean, how much do you think that helps when you do get into that sort of portion of the schedule, just uh, competing on a high level with people from around the region around your conference?
2: Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely one of the one of the fastest conferences. I mean, NEU has been been on top for the past recent history, and so they're um, obviously going to show up at conference. And then the, the Utah teams are also super super strong this year. Weber and so Utah are, are going to be really good teams to beat, and so that definitely helps us get into the mindset of like championship season. You know, once uh, conference rolls around, we're able to see where we stack up next to those teams. Um, and then we kind of get a little preview of, of where we'll be, uh, before regionals two weeks after that. And so it's definitely, it's definitely like a fun stepping stone and, um, just helps us get into that championship season mindset.
0: Well, Duncan, we appreciate the time as always. We love giving you a little attention because I think that you're doing a fantastic job and, uh, it's awesome to follow all of your accomplishments, all of your team's accomplishments. So keep it up. And uh, thanks so much for giving us a minute here on Nuana's Now.
2: Yeah, thank you so much.
0: Good to talk to you. River City Runners, couple times a month, every single month here on Nuwana is now presented by Zootown Sports Cards. Go check out Zootown Sports Cards here in Missoula. They are located there at the corner of Higgins and South, right across the street from Dorn Blazer Field. They also have a big card show coming up October 23rd. It's at the Doubletree. Uh, no cost to have a table there. All you have to do is get a hold of them. So if you do want to go show off your cards, you want to come check out uh, all the action, I don't know, I'm pretty busy right now, so I don't know if I'm going to have a table this time around, but I have had tables in the past, and it's always a fun time. So uh, come on down, keep that on your calendars. October 23rd, you'll see a bunch of sweet collections of trading cards, sports memorabilia, all that. It's brought to you by Zootown Sports Cards of Missoula. Hour one in the books. Hour two, coming at you. It's a good friend, Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, here on ESPN Radio. Keep it dialed, 1029 FM.